service. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Disgraceland is brought to you by Disgraceland All Access. Disgraceland All Access membership is your chance to support the show and get ad-free listening, an exclusive scripted episode every month, and exclusive bonus content every week, plus access to an always-on chat with me and your fellow discos. Visit disgracelandpod.com slash membership, or just click on the link in the show notes for this episode. Hey guys, thanks for checking out this bonus episode. Before we get into it though, I wanted to fill you in on all the great content we got for you this week. Here in Disgraceland, we just released a brand new episode on Blondie, and tomorrow we're releasing a rewind episode from our archive on Chris Brown. That's over in the Badlands feed. Check out some archive re-releases on River Phoenix and Tim Allen as well. All right, let's get into it, shall we? Hey, discos, need a little more Disgraceland in your life? Just a touch to get you through? Yeah, me too. This is the podcast that comes after the podcast. Welcome to Disgraceland, the after party. Welcome to the Disgraceland bonus episode, a little thing we like to call the after party. This is the show after the show, the party after the party, the bridge to get you from one full episode of Disgraceland to the other, the backyard to dig into the dirt. On this episode, we are talking, among other things, about our new full episode on Blondie, this week's rewind episode on Chris Brown, and of course, your voicemails, texts, DMs, and more. And as always, a whole lot of Rosie. All right, discos, let's get into it. All right, this week in Disgraceland, brand new episode on Blondie, one of the great bands to come out of the 1970s punk new wave CBGB scene in New York City. Fertile scene, great time for music, great time for musical innovation as well, and also a great time of fear. Violent crime had the five boroughs in a stranglehold. Muggers, rapists, thieves, criminal deviants, all kinds ran wild, wild in the streets, as Garland Jeffrey said. So true, true New Yorkers like Blondie, though, they were tough. They were they were kind of jaded and immune to the the fear city vibes that that inflicted the tourists who came to New York City. Uh, Blondie's Debbie Harry in particular, she was not a victim. She's a survivor. She was not a mark, but she nearly became a victim uh, when a soon to be infamous serial killer offered her a ride. So Debbie Harry wrote all about her infamous encounter with soon-to-be serial killer Ted Bundy in her autobiography, Face It, which came out back in 2019. Okay, this is, to me, one of the greatest connections between music and true crime in history. It is also quite literally the reason I do this podcast. These weird fucking connections. Now let's just address the elephant in the room really quick. Did this happen? Did Debbie Harry, as as I put forth in the, the, the new full episode on Blondie, and as Debbie Harry 
confirms to be true, states to be true in her book and, and uh, has done elsewhere. Uh, the fact that she was once given a ride by Ted Bundy and who tried to abduct her and she then escaped. Now, a lot of people call bullshit on this, but here's the deal. This is the greatest type of storytelling. It's myth, meaning you can't prove that it happened, but you can't prove that it didn't happen either. I've talked about this before. Now, a lot of people point to the fact that Ted Bundy never killed anybody in New York City and that Ted Bundy was not uh, known to be an East Coast guy, that he wasn't in New York City at the time. But however, there is evidence that he was in Philadelphia at the time, which is only about an hour's drive from New York City. So who are you going to believe? I'm choosing to believe the victim here. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. I'm choosing to believe Debbie Harry here. Uh, not out of some like, you know, false sense of victim's rights or anything like that, but just because this is a damn good story. And Debbie Harry's a pretty credible person when you look at her past and you, you look how authentically she's represented herself in her art and everything else. I mean, who knows? Maybe she wanted to sell books. I don't know, but this story is just too good to put down. I've been talking about this forever. Since I first thought of this podcast, I wanted to do this episode. When I did those live shows back in, gosh, when were they? 2019, I did. I had a bit at the end of the shows where I would I would do this sort of like true or false uh, thing with these absurd stories that that you, that, that, that musicians had a, had a part in. And, the, and this Ted Bundy, uh, 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 De Debbie Harry thing was part of it. And even back then. So I've been I've been itching to sell to tell this story. So the response has been great so far. I, I love that you guys are responding to it. I love that you were there for the shock of the Ted Bundy thing. Uh, I'm down with it. If you know any other information on this, anyone out there listening who knows Debbie Harry has perhaps some different insight into this personally from her, get in touch. Let me know. All right, 617-906-6638. Also, if you are a listener out there and you've heard this story and you think it's bullshit, let me know. If you think it's not, let me know. At least let me know what you think of the episode, 617-906-6638. All right, we're gonna do some emails right now, at DisgracelandPod. This email here from Lawrence, who writes in, uh, let's see here, subject, Sam Cook, March 6, 2018. He's referring to the release date that we... We put out the Sam Cook episode, which I believe is, yeah, that's uh, the third episode we released. That's one day before my second son was born. And uh, the message says, hey, just listen to this. I disagree. Things are complicated, more complicated than you reported. No, I don't think it was the mafia, his wife, or a planned hit by the motel manager. Not enough room here to express myself, so I will just say baby drowning, bad contract signing, the weight of sin alcohol abuse, unpaid prostitute, and a murdered husband boyfriend. And that's the message from Lawrence, who sounds like he has some information that we don't have. So Lawrence, appreciate the email, my man. Write back or hit me back, 617-906-6638 if you want to talk about it further. If you want to talk about it confidentially, we can do that. Uh, just let me know. That's what you prefer. And I won't I won't talk about it here uh, in, this, uh, in this public space. This one from Rob O'Connor. This is a recent one. Rob writes in, uh, thank you. That's the subject line. Uh, hey there, been listening since the beginning. It was disappointed to stop when the show went exclusive. Just wanted to reach out and say how happy I am that the show is available everywhere again. And I look forward to catching up on the backlog. Keep up the good work, Rob. Rob, my man, welcome back. Welcome back to Disgraceland. We're happy to have you. And Rob, you've missed a lot. We've got a lot of episodes, a ton. Not only did we re-release all the episodes that you missed that were exclusive, we've also upped our ante this year 
We've produced twice as many episodes than we normally do. Every week we're releasing a new episode of Disgraceland. You're getting back just in time. You can catch up. And you're here at the perfect moment, Rob, because we right now at Double Elvis are getting together our plans for 2024. And let me just tell you, as it pertains to Disgraceland and Badlands or Sportsland or Hollywoodland or, or any of the lands, any of the storytelling we're doing, we have Boku goodness for you guys for next year. Big change is coming, we think. <laughs> in a good way. Uh, lots more content coming. Merch is coming. I've heard you. I've heard you. All year you've been reaching out to me. Where's the merch? Where's the merch? Where's the merch? I need the merch. I want the merch. Give me the merch. And I've been like, I don't have it. I don't know what to tell you. Well, listen, we're starting. We're getting it back up. We're, we're, we're refilling the basics. And I have a plan to be re-releasing merch on a regular basis going forward. I also have a plan that I'm working on so that we can engage more. This voicemail, 617-906-6638, text message thing that we've been doing. Rob, you can reach out. You don't have to just email. You can hit me on text and voicemail. We've been doing this for, I don't know, six, seven months now. It's inspired me in different ways. We have this great conversation going on. We've got this awesome community here. But I got to tell you, after six, seven, eight months of doing this, I'm feeling a little limited. I'm feeling a little constrained. It's hard. You guys you guys text and voicemail a lot, and I, I no doubt sense that you are frustrated at my lack of response. I'm telling you, I'm trying to respond. It's just hard. <laughs> I'm not complaining, but it's it's. I'm just telling you, it's difficult when you have hundreds of texts to respond to them all or even a few. But I'm working on a way to solve this problem, to keep the engagement going, but make it so it's a better experience for all of us. All right, more on that in the coming weeks. But this is all to say, I guess, you know, I wasn't going to do this until later, but I'll do it now. Thanksgiving is in, uh, what, two days? No, it's tomorrow. It's in one day. You're going to be getting this on Thanksgiving, this episode. I'm grateful for you guys. I'm grateful for this community. I'm thankful that you're in my ear. You're calling me. You're texting me. You're hitting me up on DMs. You're listening to these episodes. They matter to you. The conversations we're having about these larger-than-life personalities, be they musicians or actors in the Badlands feed or, or even athletes, we've talked about them as well. You guys always bring something interesting to the table. You inspire me. You make me think about how I want this podcast to live in the world and grow in the world and what I want to talk about, what I want to research, what I want to write. Same goes for the folks who work here at Double Elvis. I know Zeth Lundy is thinking he feels the same exact way as he's hearing this. So just, we are grateful. I am personally grateful. Thank you. Let's not stop. 2024 is going to be a banger of a year. All right. Enjoy your families this Thanksgiving break. I'm going to take a quick break right here. I'll be back though in just a few minutes. Hey, are you guys proud dog owners like I am? You ever wonder why so many dogs are suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, you know Katherine Heigl from Knocked Up, she's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation. And she says that she's seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. After doing a ton of research, Katherine feels that there's one place that we can all look to improve our dog's health, and that is their food. Many dog foods can actually create toxins that can be wrecking our dog's health. Okay, and this is true even for many of the premium dog food brands. However, by just adding a few special superfoods to our dog's diets, we can see huge transformations in their health. Katherine Heigl has already done this. She's made a video about it. 
you guys need to watch this video. It's a 20 minute video explaining step by step how anyone can do the same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. This worked amazingly for my dog, Dusty. I'm noticing more energy, healthier skin, uh, healthier coat. Dusty's coat looks fantastic. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to badlandsfood.com slash disgraceland and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D.com slash disgraceland. Hey, Discos, it's Jake here. Thank you so much for listening to Disgraceland. Your support truly means a lot to me, and it's because of you that my team and I are able to make this show. If you want more Disgraceland, if you want more regular interactions with me and the community of Disgraceland listeners, or if you simply want to listen to the show ad-free, go to disgracelandpod.com membership, or just click on the link in the show notes for this episode. For just five bucks a month, you can listen to every episode of Disgraceland ad-free. Plus, you'll get one brand new exclusive episode every month. You'll also get weekly unscripted bonus content, special audio collections, and early access to merch and events. There are two ways that you can support the show and become a member at disgracelandpod.com slash membership. You can sign up using Patreon and listen to the show ad-free on Apple, Spotify, and most other major podcast platforms. And Patreon members also get access to all the other perks of membership in an always-on chat where I'll be interacting with you and diving deeper into the world of Disgraceland. But maybe you're currently an Apple Podcast subscription listener and you want to just tap into all the bonus audio content and ad-free listening that we're offering. We're also offering this membership as a premium channel on Apple Podcasts. However you choose to join, all you got to do is go to disgracelandpod.com slash membership. Support the show for just $5 a month, five bucks, or sign up for an annual plan and get two months free. Come join me and your fellow discos at Disgraceland All Access by visiting disgracelandpod.com slash membership. All right, we are back. And before we get into your voicemail and your texts, I just want to do a quick little couple beats here on Blondie the band, okay? Because Debbie Harry eats up a lot of the real estate when we think and talk about Blondie. Uh, there's even some folks who have thought and always will think that Debbie Harry is Blondie, but she's not. They're a real band. They're, 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 they're a full band, a rock and roll band. It is not a solo act. It never has been, never will be. Um, and I just want to say they're a great band. And when they were one of the first MTV bands ever, and when I was a teeny tiny little boy, and, uh, you know, conscious of, of television, quite frankly, left alone by my parents or my babysitter to just watch television that was probably highly inappropriate to me, but nonetheless had a great deal of influence on me and who I am today. Blondie was one of the first music videos that I think I'd ever seen. Uh, not the first, I think Adam Ant was probably the first. Clash, Rock the Casbah, sorry. Yeah, Rock the Casbah. But Blondie might've been, I don't know, two or three, four, something like that. So major influence on me, major, major, major influence on me. And still to this day, when I hear Blondie, I feel good inside. I feel nostalgic, but now I can look at it objectively and I can actually look at what they were doing, uh, what they were doing with genre, what they were doing with style, what they were doing against the grain of the scene that they were in that was propelling them at the same time. They were, they were mightily subversive and just beyond cool. Blondie, the band, 
And of course, Debbie Harry, the front woman. You could just, I talk about aliens landing on the planet all the time and how we would explain things to them. You could just, if you wanted to explain the word cool, you could just show them a picture of Blondie. You really could. It would do it. Just, that's it. You wouldn't even need words. Just show them Debbie Harry and they will understand what cool is. At least that's my opinion. And I understand that it's subjective. 617-906-6638. Coolest looking band of all time. Okay. You need a picture to explain how cool they are. Maybe you can do it without words. Who is it? Let me know. 617-906-6638. Voicemail and text. Speaking of which... Let's get into some voicemails right now. All right, so let's check out this voicemail from Steve in the 412. Hi, my name's Steve. Coming from Mark Almond. Uh, one of my favorites from Mark Almond is uh, Mark Almond with Fetus. Can't remember the exact name of the album, but uh, it's a great little interpretation of his lounge act uh, with the Fetus industrialism. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure you know by now he's a member of Soft Cell. He also played with uh, people like Psychic TV. He's a great, great musician. Have a good day. All right, Steve, got to gotta clear up some confusion here. I was talking about Mark Almond a uh, couple bonus episodes back. Uh, I received a bunch of voicemails like yours, Steve. I got a bunch of DMs from some smart, informed music fans like yourself uh, hipping me to the fact that Mark Almond... It's the lead singer for the band Soft Cell. Tainted Love, great song. Also covered by the Far Side, uh, Revelation Records Band from way back. Uh, I think it was Far Side. No, I think it was Shades Apart. It was Shades Apart, also on Revelation. It wasn't the Far Side. Um, anyhow, I digress. But Soft Cell, Mark Almond. Because I mentioned a song called The City that I was obsessed with by Mark Almond. Now, as soon as I heard this, I felt oh, Jake, you moron, how did you not know that this was the guy from Soft Cell? And I was just, I just happened to see the video for Tainted Love, great video, uh, the other night as well. And I was like, wow, this singer is really fucking interesting because I'd never really seen the band before, you know? So I, I look into it. Turns out it's not the same Mark Almond. Uh, there's, if you go on Spotify, you can in search The City by Mark Almond. You will see what I'm talking about. Uh, and they're also, Mark Almond is stylized, Mark Dash Almond. Okay, so that got me thinking, okay, what the hell is happening here? So I looked into it, and it's actually sometimes, they're sometimes known as the Mark Almond Band. Two dudes, uh, one last named Mark, the other last named Almond, have this sort of jazz fusion 70s thing that's incredible. Uh, and that's what I was getting into. Not Mark Almond from Soft Cell. Uh, but this fetus thing sounds really interesting. And now I kind of want to reach out to Mark Allman because I've gotten so much incoming from you guys on Mark Allman fans, frankly, and uh, soft cell fans. I kind of want to reach out to him and, and interview him for you guys and talk to him here. I think that'd be uh, a really cool thing. Definitely a lot of interest. So if you guys are interested in that, hit me up. Just you don't have to call. You know, text 617-906-6638. See what kind of interest we can get going here for a Mark Allman from Soft Cell interview. Um, I'll get hip on his whole catalog. Sounds like an interesting guy. Looks like an interesting guy. He's been making music for a long, long, long time and has a, a real fan base. And I think he'd be cool to talk to. And I think you guys would appreciate that. And I can even get questions from you guys as well. All right. 617-906-6638. Let me know if you want a Mark Allman email. And we'll see what we can do. All right. Let's hear from Ellie in the 909. Hey, Jake. This Ellie or Dad here from the 909, weighing in on my own burning questions I had about the Wu-Tang saga that you just did. So my favorite member is, after all, the Jizza, a.k.a. Genius, 
My favorite album of his is Liquid Swords from 1995. And my favorite Wu-Tang album as a whole group is obviously OG and the 36 Chambers. I'm sorry, there's just no comparison, and there never will be. And then a fun fact I learned while listening to you is that Jizzle was the only member to trust the full integrity of the entire rap game to not even sign a contract to Woo Records. That's kind of cool. I didn't even realize that it got that deep, but that's awesome. And a quick little side note is that the Jizzle, Rizza, and ODB share a grandma. That's That just sounds really cool. <laughs> anyway, yeah, thanks for the series, man. It was amazing. And uh, hopefully I uh, hear more amazing stuff coming out of the show. Thanks. Ellie, great voicemail. Thank you. Um, yeah, you know, I, I was talking about this with Zeth, who I mentioned I mentioned earlier. Zeth writes uh, at Double Elvis, and we talk a lot about what we're making, what most interests us about these stories. And you're hitting the nail on the head. You know, you just, you know, you said the most interesting fact for you, fun little fact, I think is how you quoted it, um, uh, about the Jizza not, not signing that contract, which is fascinating. But I, I think there's, in every episode we do, you know, even the Blondie-Ted Bundy connection, that's a version of these sort of like, these elements of these stories that are just, they're the most interesting parts to me. You know, it's like, if we're going to watch a, uh, a Debbie Harry documentary uh, or Behind the Music, not to slight Behind the Music, I love Behind the Music, I grew up on it, or, or just some, some any documentary, you're gonna get you're gonna get the same story. And what we're trying to do is give you the, this interesting insight that's really compelling and really interesting. And I feel like oftentimes I don't do a good enough job talking about it here with you guys. Um, so thank you, Ellie, for, for bringing one of these up. And it's just interesting. Your time is perfect. Cause Zeth and I were just talking about how are we going to do this more? How are we going to talk more about these? How are we going to shine a light on, on these interesting aspects of these stories? Uh, you know, cause even when I promote them, when I promote them on Instagram, where you see the metadata in your feed, or I talk about it in here, I seldom get to those, like those weird little moments, you know, like, I talked about it on 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 uh, in my stories uh, this past week regarding I don't know why but I was thinking of uh, Frank Sinatra and Marilyn Monroe and, and just the fact that you know Marilyn Monroe everyone knows she hooked up with John F Kennedy you're gonna watch any documentary out there about Marilyn Monroe they're gonna talk about her affair with John F Kennedy and the same goes for any documentary about John F Kennedy they're gonna talk about her his affair with Marilyn Monroe but the thing that they're not gonna tell you about probably is that Frank Sinatra is the one who connected them at his home in Palm Springs and that's where they first hooked up and that's to me is really interesting for some reason. I don't know why. It just is. Same thing with John Lennon, the John Lennon episode that we did. We did a two-parter on John Lennon way back in season two of Disgraceland, I believe. And in the research, I found all these amazing anecdotes about John Lennon, about what he watched on television, about how he was obsessed with Barbara Walters and thought she was smoking hot. You know, all, all this interesting stuff. And and I put a lot of it into the episode. And this is the perfect example of what I'm talking about. There are these really interesting tidbits that the research throws off that we try to put into these episodes that you and I don't get enough time to talk about and to geek out on. And I think, honestly, that's why we're here. That's why you guys are listening to Disgraceland. That's what makes, that's in part what makes it different. So again, Ellie, thanks for reminding me, us, of that. And uh, let's make a, a concerted effort in the new year to uh, talk more about these weird little anecdotes that are in all these episodes. Let's do uh, one more voicemail here. This one from the 775. Hi, Jake. This is Dee from the 775, and I was calling to 
calling because I wanted to introduce myself. I'm a truck driver. A friend of mine who's also a truck driver, Desiree, was the one that introduced me to this great land, and then I found the after party, and it's just been a fun ride since. I love your show. You're doing great work. So about the question as to what song would be played at my funeral, I would have to say Life is Beautiful by 6 a.m. Love that song because it's so true. Anyway, thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you again at some point later down the road. Here's me, driving gears and making miles. All right, Stevie, thanks for leaving the voicemail. I think I think that's what you said your name was. If I got it wrong, I apologize, but it sounds like Stevie. Um, and Stevie, give a shout to Desiree for turning you on to Disgraceland. I love that I got truckers out there driving around the world, uh, hardworking folks out there listening to Disgraceland, delivering us all of our goods, uh, keeping the supply chain going, making sure we're getting all our gifts, all our essentials, everything for the holidays. Shout out to all of you and a big thanks for uh, making America run on time. Appreciate it. Uh, have not heard Life is Beautiful, but you're right. It is true. It's a, it's Life is a Beautiful Thing. You're just, you're totally right. I don't really have much to add beyond, <laughs> beyond that. So uh, thanks for calling in. And I see some other truckers who have called in and I, unfortunately I can't play all the voicemails here, uh, which brings me to... This 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 thing we got to figure out. I got to figure out how I engage with you guys more on these voicemails and texts. And I promise you, I'm working on it now. Uh, we're going to keep doing them, obviously, but we're going to find a way to do more. That's what I'm trying to figure out with you guys. So if you're not receiving uh, a voicemail or a text back from me right away, be patient. I'm trying to get through them. If you're not uh, hearing your voicemail or your text in one of these after party episodes, it's just, it's the hard reality. We don't have that much time. Uh, Trucker Joey, I'm looking at you. Okay. Jay in the 907, I'm talking to you as well. JC in the 916, Val from the 505, Dr. Geffner. Okay. All you guys, I see you. Clinton from the 317, I see you all. Andrew from the 314, Justin from the 540. All right. I see you. We will talk eventually. Hang in there with me. Gonna take a quick break. Be back in a flash to do some texts. All right. We are back. First to say, Put the call out for some dog pics from you guys, and overwhelmingly, uh, this is the, the 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 greatest onslaught of cuteness I've ever seen. Keep them coming. Love the dog names that are music based. I met a dog via text named the Thin White Duke, and another named Ziggy, and I thought that was really smart. <laughs> All right, so from the three one seven Blondie, great episode. You had me on the edge of my seat. Love, love, love it. You got it, three one seven. Thanks for writing in. This one from the 862. Hey, Jake, just wanted to let you know that I've been listening to your podcast since the beginning. It came into my life at the right time when everything was hitting the fan. So through the darkest times then and now, your voice gives me comfort and honestly, a lot of laughter. So thank you for all your casts. Often you're literally playing in my head all night. Your voice is the best to sleep to. So I listen to all episodes on repeat all the time. Thanks again. 862. Thank you. That means a lot. Appreciate it. Happy that I'm putting something into the world that's making somebody happy. I appreciate the message. Let's go on here to see what else we got. Some other texts. 
from the 516. When I thought you were referencing Mark Allman of Soft Cell, I had a great memory of the best alternative radio station ever. W-L-I-R. Love Disgraceland. Your wonderful storyteller makes my trafficy commute less annoying. Thanks, 516. 951 writes in, hey, did you listen to Goodbye Kiss by Kasabian? Love that song. I have not listened to it, but I will. Sounds like we were talking about it, though. 760 writes in, Jake Donald here from the 760. I'm a huge Disgraceland fan. You're close about the Us Festival. It was in California, but in Southern California near San Bernardino, to be precise, roughly 45 minutes from my house here in Apple Valley. Sadly, I was a pimply teen in Chicago then, sporting my Talking Heads concert t-shirts and not at the Us Festival in 1982 or 1983 at the Glen Helen Pavilion, where later on, we'd see many Oz Fests and the last Foo Fighters Awesome Cal Jam Festival, Rock Rolla. 760, thanks for the correction. I think I just assumed that because it was Steve Wozniak that it was uh, Northern California. I stand corrected. This is a long one from the 603. It says, listening to Disgraceland as I prep for Thanksgiving, wanted to take a break and respond to a few things in your bonus episode. Oh, I've messed up. This is a rap party response, but I started it. Sean, keep it in here. Listen, 603. Keep prepping for Thanksgiving and listening to Disgraceland. Have a good one with your family. I will answer your rap party question in the next rap party. All right? 480. Hey, this is Jay from the 480. I was at that U2 show at Sun Devil Stadium. You asked about Mark Allman at the end of that episode from Soft Cell. <laughs> Maybe not the tainted love cheese you're looking for. Definitely not. We're going to get Mark, Mark Allman to come on here. All right, we did a rewind episode uh, last week. This is a new thing we're doing. Uh, at least for the foreseeable future, where we are releasing, trying to get all these archive episodes out that we've talked about, right? So we released that Sublime episode into your feed. Uh, this one comes from The 541, who writes, I'm listening to the Sublime episode right now. I wanted to ask if you have listened to the cover album, The House Bradley Built. I wouldn't say any of the tracks are better than the originals, but so many of my favorites recorded tracks for the album, Mad Caddies, Authority Zero, Pepper, The Supervillains. I believe The Expendables also have a track. It's really good. If you haven't listened, you should. I will check that out. Thank you. There's also a couple dog pictures here from uh, Moon and Arnold, and they are adorable. Really, really cute, especially the pit bull. Love it. Um, yeah. All right, guys. 617-906-6638. Let's do one more. 724. Right, saying, hey, Jake, it's Anthony. You asked for episode subjects, and you know I'm going to be both sides of my drum and request an Alice in Chain, Lane Stanley, Mike Starr episode, and a Dolores Reardon Cranberries episode. Those are good ones. Those are good ones, 724. I think you're going to get one of those early next year. All right. All these texts, Jessica and the 509, 412 with more Mark Allman, the 760, Zoe and Goose in the 716, Lee in the 901. I hear you, 630. I have not watched Daisy Jones. Benny from the 604. I will get back to you. I will try. I will try. 530. I'd like to know more about Portishead, Bjork. You're going to be happy we get a Bjork thing coming your way soon. 530. All right. All right. 617-906-6638. Listen, I was just talking about that Sublime Rewind episode. We got a Rewind episode coming up on Chris Brown this Friday. It was originally released a little over a year ago on October 18th, 2022 as part of season 10 of Disgraceland. Chris Brown, not going to lie, not a fan. Not a fan of his music. Not a fan of him as a person. Not a fan of any of the bullshit that he's gotten up to in his life. Not a particularly interesting guy in my estimation. However... The story was just too good not to do. Just uh, 
guys gotten into a lot of fucking trouble. And uh, the, the major troubling event is uh, just too dramatic for us to ignore. So we got into it. A lot of people got pissed off. Not going to not gonna lie about that. A lot of Chris Brown fans on the internet did not appreciate this episode, but I don't care. You know why? Because you can start your own goddamn podcast for all I care. Um, but I'm proud of the work we did. And I like the episode. This happens. I often cover artists that I'm not a fan of, and it uh, doesn't mean we can't make good content out of it, which we did. It's coming Friday. Check it out. 617-906-6638. Let me know what you think of Chris Brown, voicemail and or text. I'm going to take a quick break, and I'll be back in a flash. All right, welcome back. 617-906-6638. Question of the week is, I want to know how your Thanksgiving was. I want to know what you did, but I also want to know what content you consumed. What do you listen to when you cook? What do you watch after that massive meal? Do you go to the movies with your family? You going to see the uh, the Ridley Scott film, Joaquin Phoenix, Napoleon? You going to go do that? You going to watch something on Netflix? You going to binge... Uh, I don't know, the whole Beatles Let It Be thing. No, that was last year, wasn't it? What are you going to do? What are you going to watch? What are you going to consume? What are you going to do? I got, I, got, I got some Marvel stuff I got to knock out with my nine-year-old. I'm trying to get excited about it. Not particularly a Marvel type of guy. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm going to watch The Last Waltz, parts of it anyways, as I do every Thanksgiving. I'm going to jump on Instagram tomorrow. I'm going to tell you about Bob Dylan and Martin Scorsese's beef during the last waltz, all right? You can be able to see that there, and then that'll probably end up being an episode of Disgraceland at some point. But 617-906-6638, I want to know what you listen to while you cooked your turkey. I want to know what you're listening to while you're eating Thanksgiving. I want to know what content you watch. Text me, voicemail me, get into it. What is the greatest Thanksgiving content out there? What do you get? What are your go-tos? Let me know. I, You know what? I kind of need, need some new music to listen to. I'm tapped out. I got this one mix, the Mark Allman in the city mix that I've been telling you about that I just can't stop listening to. And uh, I need to move on to something else. All right. At Disgraceland Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and X. I know I didn't do any DMs this week, but I will next week. And uh, I'll get back to you in the apps, as they say. Let's recap it right now in your feed. Number one, a brand new episode of Blondie. Number two, coming tomorrow, rewind episode on Chris Brown, a previously exclusive episode that we are finally releasing. Number three, over in the Badlands feed, we've got archive releases on River Phoenix and Tim Allen, just to keep you satiated over the Thanksgiving break. Brand new episodes coming your way next week. Also, number four, next week in Disgraceland, a brand new episode on Michael Hutchins of In Excess, which you guys have been requesting from since way back. Number five, my number is 617-906-6638. Call me on the telephone or text me number six. Remember, no one cares about the music you love more than you do, and well, that's just a disgrace. All right, my moment of bliss in honor of this week's Disgraceland episode on Blondie, me reading you the Manhattan phone book from 1977. Azuler, H. 427 West, 147th Street. 862-1635. Azule. Daniel, 511 West 112, 666-7539. Azuma, Noria, 925-1381. Azumbrado, Thomas, 622 East 20th, 533-8310.
Asia, Joseph, 2-3584, Azuria, 1-4-5-8-4-0-6-5-5 Quit talking and start mixing! Cut it!